Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey guys, it's Dan Plucker, executive producer of the Wendy's Big Show and host of Hef, Sam, and Dan on the Fan. Here's how you can find us on the Radio.com app. Download the app, favorite the fan, hit 105.7 FM the fan, scroll all the way down to the fan podcasts, scroll to the right until you see the producers, hit that, and right there should be Hef, Sam, and Dan right here on the fan. And here we go. It's F. Sam and Dan on the fan on demand. I'm Dan Plucker, the executive producer of the Wendy's Big Show alongside Sam Schmitz, the Swiss Army Knife and producer of the Chuck and Winkler Show this week with the Horvat out sick. And then on the far end of the studio, which we're in a different studio today, we'll talk about that, is Evan Heffelfinger, who is the associate producer of the entire Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, even when he's not there. We'll get to that later as well. Oh. Uh, yeah, low blow. You're welcome. Uh, and yeah, here we go, guys. This is episode 14, something like that. I don't even really know anymore. Yeah, it doesn't 14. really matter anymore. I know. Uh, every time we do this, we always forget about the number. I don't think it really matters. We're no. doing it every week. We're here. We're consistent. And you guys, we, we love that you're listening to us. So we really appreciate it, especially you, Seth Hilmer. Yes, I'm going to call you out in the first, what is this, three minutes of our podcast. Because you told me that you finally started listening after all the times that I've told you you should listen. So welcome in, especially to all the new people as well. And uh, we're going to get started today by talking about Fandemonium. What is that? Well, it's our fan bracket tournament going on right now here on 105.7 FM, thefan.com. You can go and vote for all three of us right now. And uh, we got, I mean, guys, we got kind of slated here. We did not get very good draws. It's like when the Lions go against the Packers or when, you know, the Dolphins go against the Patriots. Well, I shouldn't say the Dolphins because they've been pretty good the last yeah. couple of years. I mean, you could probably but you know what I'm yeah, saying. It's like you you know what's going to happen before it happens. You're just excited to be there. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said on Chuck Winkler today. I'm just happy that I mentioned. And right. I'm happy I got one vote, which courtesy of uh, Bart Winkler. I voted for you. Oh, clutch. I also oh. voted for you. There you go. I yeah. voted against 
Bill Schmidt, who whose show I work on every single day to vote for Thanks, you. Thanks, man. I'm glad so, to have three total votes. You're you're welcome. That's probably that's probably <laughs> I'm, more than me. I'm like 65 percent sure I voted for you. All right, I still have to vote. That's a really low percentage, Evan. I probably shouldn't. Be I that. listen. I did it late last night, and I can't be accounted for things that I do. Just in general, okay. like this video that I'm about to tweet out, you'll see it. Uh, probably if you are on Twitter, you'll see it. Before I can't be held accountable for this. Out, you're gonna see. You it. know the best thing about this? I'm tagging Mitch in the tweet. Are oh, you really? No. Yeah. Is it because he said you were his pick? No, it's because he nominated you to do the thing, oh, so the he brought it thing? here. Okay, yeah. So unless you think it's probably so not a good idea, a tease. No, I think it'd be funny. So the tease. Unless for he gets pissed off. Is, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get pissed off. He'll think it's funny. I, that's 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 what I'm gonna go with. So yeah, Evan is uh, he's gonna be posting this video of himself doing push-ups. That's that's a fact. Um, it's gonna be in some unconventional ways. But you're gonna have to tune in if you haven't seen it. You can follow him on Twitter, which is what is your Twitter handle, Evan? At Evan Hef twenty five. Sam Schmitz. At Sam double underscore Schmitz. And mine is at Dan Plucker still. I had to keep it that way because of the bracket. Didn't want to change anything up last second right before the bracket. So let's let's dive into the bracket here a little bit. All right. So uh, I got it pulled up. Evan's got it pulled up right now myself. What? <laughs> Sir. Evan? Sam. Yes. <laughs> My God. Sam, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he just compared you to me. You know, it's all right, guys. That I'm is just, such uh, an insult <laughs> to I'm Sam. Just, uh, I'm just here for the ride. How dare so, uh, you? I'm right. <laughs> I'm upset for Sam that you just said that I was him. You know what? It's no right. one should ever, ever be compared to me. Sam, I'm hey, sorry. You know, sometimes people screw up J.K. Scott for Aaron Rodgers. It happens. What? <laughs> Who did that? I'm kidding. I'm just totally J.K. Kidding. Scott is like the skinniest person I've I know, ever I'm seen. Kidding, He's I'm a kidding. faith in the it's zone. It's a joke. It's sarcasm. Okay, I'm sorry, Sam. All right, so anyways, I got the bracket pulled up. All right. So, Sam, tell us your matchup first and what region you're in. I am in the, I think, I'm in, I don't know about you guys, I'm in the Mitch Rosen uh, region. Same. I am uh, number 13 seed, um, and I am currently slated against Bill Babytow Schmidt, who is a three seed host of the Wendy's Big Show. Yeah, that's just a rough draw. Yeah. I mean. Him and I saw each other earlier this today, and we kind of had a congratulatory, like, hey, congrats on the win. Yeah. Because we, we, let's be honest, we all know it's going to happen, most right. of these matchups. I mean. But there are some spicy matchups so far. I mean, we might have a number one seed going down. Yeah, Ooh. we might have a one seed going down. Uh, but, yeah, Sam, uh, yeah, that's just a bad draw. I think Billy's going to kick yeah. your butt. Um, the fact of the matter is that Schmidt he's been versus at the- Schmitz, how original. I wonder why we got matched up. Great question. Uh, yeah, Billy's been here for a long time at this point and is now also hosting a show. So pretty much if you get matched up with a host, you're probably screwed. And Evan, that kind of transition, Paul blarts us over to you. So, uh, And you have a pseudo host as, your, uh, as I your person here. Nuts and bolts, I got screwed. Um, yeah, you did because... They, I was Sparky the made 12 some last seed. Second changes to the. It, well, it wasn't even Sparky. Well, it was partly. Sparky had to make the call, but it was good friend of the program, Paul Immig. Oh. Who texted Joe this long text. And Joe didn't show it to me. We said it was long. And basically, the entire thing was I'm not mad. I'm just upset. Or, like, mad. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed that I was a 16 seed because his ego got in the way. Paul. I'll talk to you in the summer because I know you'll be back. <laughs> and I really don't hate you, but I knew you would pull some BS like this, and you got moved up to the 12 spot. 
and against a guy that I wanted to go against. Which was Kevin Holden. One of my favorite humans on the face of the earth, Kevin Holden. It was going to be a nice, pleasant, like a little funny back and forth. I still probably would have made this video that I'm about to tweet. Yeah, you would have anyway. And you probably would have nominated him to do the 10 push-up challenge. Yeah. But. But as is, I know Paul and Kevin are good friends, so it works out for them. Doesn't work out for me because I get Ryan Horvat of Horv Nation or whatever. Yeah, he, like, Horvat has so many of these crazy Twitter followers that are just weirdos. so dedicated. Yeah, but also like it's a like couple a of them are kind of cool. Well, I mean, kudos and, to Horvat too because he's built that himself because yeah, he's pretty much right. he was pretty much in now, the same position that we were in, and then all of a sudden he like a just lot, started replying to everybody who tweeted at him, and now has like a thousand followers. On a lot. Well, so a lot of these people followed him from his Iowa days too. Okay, like that's where he got a lot of his. That's followers. true. He used to be out in Iowa covering the Hawkeyes actually but, on the sports radio station out there when it was announced ryan was kind of i don't want to say he was a bad sport about it but he turned it into a retirement issue like he said he'll retire if i win correct he also was going back and forth with joe on twitter and just a couple other people yeah kind of just like it wasn't well he's at home he's sick he's, he's probably not in a good mood no he's right i can't so... i can't even blame him for it right but then yesterday uh 105.7 fm the fang the uh account you know the parody yeah, whatever the parody of our um station. he tweets at ryan and says that it's over or whatever and ryan was like hey now you know this isn't over i got one of the worst draws like what you know he was he was giving me props so i have to give him props for giving me props um then directly under it one of his fans called me a candy ass so we're kind of back to square one where it's it's gotten a little more personal than I was hoping it would. It's kind of interesting with the whole tournament because there have been a lot of personal shots kind of across the board here, which we weren't necessarily expecting. Huh. Like Bart was going at Billy. Bart was Bart was going at Chuck for a little bit, but then also yeah. said that he loved Chuck and would do anything to make sure that Chuck wins after Chuck learned that he was a one seed and all of this stuff. And Paul Immig was going at Kevin Holden and he like replaced some of his tweets because they were just having a conversation, and then I think Paul uh, typed up something and did really bad Photoshop edit of him it was saying, not uh, the best. I hate everybody at 105.7 FM, the fan. I just want to win this bracket or something like that. It was pretty nerdy and lame, uh, but I, I, I get kind of the energy there. But almost everybody in this bracket that we have said has uh, retweeted it or commented yeah. in some kind some kind of way saying how excited they were for it, which is pretty cool to be honest with you because to be quite honest, I thought that this was going to be a flop. I thought we were going to hype this up and oh, it was really? going to be, yeah, I kind of had, a, Billy and I both had kind of bad feelings about it, but so far it's been really good. We, oh. In less than 24 hours, we had 1,400 votes, which is insane. It's a great number and uh, we want that number to keep growing. So if you have not voted yet, just go to 1057fmthefan.com and it's the very first thing there, Fandemonium. You have to put your email in, but it's no big deal. After that, you can put in whatever votes you want and hashtag PickPlucker. My matchup is against the one and only Mike Clemens, with, which somehow is a five seed against my 12 seed. Yeah, can we talk about that? Because Clemens, I feel like, he, if anybody deserved to be a secret, you know, I feel like Billy and Clemens should have been swapped. Probably, because, yeah. I mean, Billy's but, a three, right? Yeah. And you're a 14? Yeah. Right. So Clemens, who's been here way longer and has been doing Packers reporting for almost a decade and a half, I want to say, probably I mean, even longer than that. We, we heard stories about when... Mike was the program director in the old studio across the Correct. parking lot. Yeah. And now 
he gets put in as a five seed. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get my butt kicked by Mike Clemens, and I know that I don't have a shot. He might win uh, the entire thing. He he has a secretly large following of people. Well, it's, his, it's that so, Sirius XM, and he's, right. he's a guy like Bill where he's broadcast all over the state. Yeah, like, he he's does. on he's multiple everywhere. stations. He's in Oshkosh. He's here. He is on Sirius XM occasionally. So he's all over the place. I think he's going to be a dark horse candidate to maybe win this thing. Who's the one seed in my bracket there, Sam? I'm uh, looking it up right now. Tim Allen is okay. number one seed. So yeah, I'm not getting out of there the no matter what. I was kind of curious to look at Clemens' path, and, dude, he can easily make it into the oh. third round. Cause, Heck yeah, I mean, he can. What does he have? I mean, Tim and, Tim and Mike might... They can match up in the third round. That would be a really interesting match. Okay. I think I think that one could be close. That could be close. Because Tim has such a big following, and Clemens also does. Right. So the one seeds were uh, Bill Michaels, mm-hmm. um, who we've we'll, we'll tease it a little bit. There's a chance that he could uh, he could get upset here by uh, he one BVS, be. and it might solely be because of the meme. Uh, because a lot of people out <laughs> yeah. there are uh, are trying to play a little bit upset cause a little bit of anarchy here and vote against our guy, Bill Michaels. Uh, then Sparky is also a one seed. I don't think he's going to have much trouble through his no, region. No. Uh, to be honest with you, he's probably the number one overall seed, even though he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. He uh, has been here the longest, pretty much started this station, so with good reason, he's a one seed. Then uh, Tim Allen, who we just mentioned, host of the baseball post game show. The franchise used to do Packers post games, has done a couple Bucks post games. Did uh, has done fantasy football for several years and did it this past year with Evan and I, which we loved that show every single time we I came in it. on Sunday morning. I miss it too. It was a blast because I mean we both got decent airtime the whole time as well. So well, what do you mean? You, well? you got good airtime, and the entire time that I was on air, I just like you got crapped on for your awful yeah, trades. Uh, but anyway, then the last is Chuck Freeman. Who we also said earlier, uh, host of Barton Winkler in the morning. The what? Huh? Barton Winkler. Chuck and Winkler in the morning. And uh, yeah, another great deserving one seed. He's been here for a long time. He's been doing sports talk radio for a long time. And like I said, I mean, he's Chuck. There's only one Chuck here. There's only one Chuck. And Chuck is a different breed of human. By the way, the Stephen Newsman bracket ended today mm-hmm. with the Chuckisms. That's right. The Chuckisms. The winner. Chuck calling everybody player. Huh, player. Huh, player. Huh. I think the stories of his ex-wives should have won, but that's just it me. Probably was it that. Was a close it it should have been that or that and Blue Chew in the final. Well, breaking, or breaking news on the fan brought to you or powered by Radio.com Sports and brought oh, to you by what we, what whatever. We uh, the video is live. Oh, oh, all right. So if you're listening to us right now, you haven't seen it yet. Check it out at, at F. Wow, at Evan Hef twenty five. You're kidding. You me. also might be blind by after watching the video. Dude, why, why are you kidding me? No, it's I, on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, we're both looking at so it right I'm, now. So I'm, I'm on. I'm trying to retweet it from the producer's podcast Twitter. Yeah. Okay. And it says this tweet may include sensitive content. Oh. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. <laughs> that me. was quick. And Twitter's supposed to be like uncensored too. You know, what I mean, like out of and, all the social media platforms, Twitter is supposed to be kind of the wild west. And I don't swear. No, no. Wow, you're fine, Evan. Don't I would even worry to, about it. I would complain to uh, who's the CEO of Twitter? What's his name? Is it like Ad Jack or it's, something yeah, like it's that? Yeah, I would complain to him. Um, yeah. So you can also Jack find Dorsey, that at 1057 Producers, which is our producers podcast Twitter page. Um, yeah. So there we go. I mean, that's kind of a breakdown of the tournament there. 
Uh, doesn't look like any of us man. have a lot of real good chances to move on to the next round, but we can all hope. But man, this is only round one. And I know. Think about how spicy things. I mean, Mike Wicket was on a tangent this morning. Yeah, just he going was at nuts. Rami and everybody, like making his case on why he should have been a number one seed. It's like, man, this is only round one. Imagine when we get some of these powerhouses matched up against each other. People are going to be debating left and right. There will be blood. Uh, shout out to Edgar because I tweeted. Uh, I think I'm only going to get one vote, and it's going to come from me. And I'm getting a phone call. Oh. So uh, this might be our food, boys. Okay. All righty, we're back. Yeah, sorry for that uh, (laughs) brief hiatus there. Uh, we got our food from Balistreris tonight. Balistreri uh, Brothers. Are some support big your local businesses. I, I worked for a Balistreris. Okay. Completely different family than the Balistreris Brothers. Okay. We got it from Balistreris Brothers. Yes. It was delicious. Oh. Um, support your local businesses. We got it through Grubhub or DoorDash or not a sponsor. Uh, one of those. Hashtag not a sponsor. But uh, it was very good. Uh, so make sure you guys do the same. Because this is uh, trying times for everybody, so support each other and support local businesses. Anyway, uh, as I was saying, my boy Edgar, who uh, who uh, voted for me, shout out to him because, like I said, I thought I would be the only one that voted for me, but he voted for me, so I feel uh, very appreciated because of that. But now we're going to take a quick break, unless either of you guys want to say anything about else about the tournament. Um, well, I just got some off-air texts to read to you guys from Bart. Oh, boy. Okay, all I can, off air. They're good. All you can, I can see from my face, is, I'm happy with it. <laughs> as far as regarding the tournament, it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, oh, yeah. Thinking about the regular been. season, what we've gone through yeah. to get to this point. The past couple months have been brutal, Yeah, but it's all been worth it for this right here. See, I mean, you guys made it in. You guys ha- seemed like having great seasons and all. I was like 12 and 16, just won my conference tournament. Hey, so. hey sometimes that's just what you got to do, yeah. and that's how you shock the world. And we'll uh, shock the world with more. Coming up next, after this break. Want to come visit me at work tomorrow? Not really. Welcome back to Have Sam and Dan on the Fan. I'm Dan Plucker, the executive producer of the Wendy's Big Show, alongside Sam Schmitz and Evan Heffelfinger. Guys... We got some really great logos here in the state of Wisconsin, don't we? We're blessed. We are so blessed. I mean, you got the Brewers... Finally changing back back to the ball and glove logo. Thank Finally, the right. Lord. Yes, thank it you. Is probably the best logo I've ever seen. And, that, and I'm not a Milwaukee sports person. It, that's what's always funny to see, like from other people, because yeah. like we think it is because you know we're biased. It's ours. Yeah. But then you read all of these national media people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's the best at round." Yeah. It has to be. And so what amazes me is like how many people still don't understand that it's the MB. Every like, single time you mention it. Like, like it doesn't matter if it's Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. They do the Chuck Freeman, huh? <laughs> and they're like, I just learned that right now. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it every single day, and we've known it for 10, 15, 20 years, so we know it. But it's like, so we see it, and it's kind of yeah. hard to miss. But mm-hmm. when I look at it from like an outsider's perspective, it makes sense. Yeah. And I, I miss, I wish I could experience... Oh, that yeah. feeling of knowing, knowing that it's an M&B for the first time again. 
Even the new Milwaukee Bucks logo. Yeah, I mean, clean. go back to the old retro like the logo. One the too. old retro logo oh. with like the deer spinning the ball on his finger. Yeah. That one is a classic. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping then, that they'd bring that back. They they did the same thing and went ugly for a couple of years, and then now we don't need this to talk about logo, the red yeah. and green from the two thousands. Purple and the purple and green was right. clean. The permanent Ugh. Christmas jerseys, is what uh, I called it. And then. Now they're back to a great logo, one that I'm pretty sure when it came out with was my freshman year of college. Everybody loved, yeah. like yeah. everybody was buzzing about the new logo. Well, it's and the great. colors too. The that color helped. scheme is yeah. also phenomenal. My only complaint is they don't use enough cream. Although they we do have the cream, cream city, city jerseys yeah. this year, and not enough blue. Yeah, but you want to use that blue. I more? need a blue and cream alternate jersey all the, next year. All the alternate logo, the alternate logos too are even. Really nice, like the right. state of Wisconsin with the basketball mm-hmm. and then the basketball, definitely Bucks basketball established. J- incredible, not off topic, but kind of off topic from where we're going. What's the worst logo in Wisconsin sports mm. or worst jerseys? Probably UW Milwaukee. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's a, it's so a, they're yeah. not big enough to be on the skate. Okay, okay, Sta- you know con- what? consider them a mid major. I mean, they are a mid major, but worst, okay. worst jerseys, Marquette basketball. Because back when exclude Jimmy, them, I hate Marquette. On, I don't want to. Okay, back when Jimmy <laughs> Butler played, I like they those. had the best college basketball jerseys oh, with the stripe down the yes. side with the like twelve different colors on the shoulder too. Like those were the perfect college basketball jerseys. And then now, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe them. They're just not a very hodge good. Hodge it's like the mess. Aldi version. It's, it's like a that. YMCA version with like racing stripes on the side. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so I, I hate Marquette. So what are Consider we choosing from then? The big three. Are Brewer? we talking Badgers too? We can talk Badgers because I like the Badgers. Okay. <laughs> um, so that W is also a classic. And then let's also talk but, about the Packers real quick because then we'll pick the worst out of them. It's a classic. Again, classic G. You can't hate I mean, that. Like, yeah. Packers, is it plain? Yes, yeah. but it's been here for 100 years. Right. Like, so there's no way any of that's changing. Okay. So the worst of them? Uh, and if we're talking color scheme, logo, and jersey, I, I do think it's the Packers. I can understand your argument. Yeah, and especially if we're going individual jerseys, the alternates because those are the dog trash. Right? They're okay. god awful. See, my colors, my favorite color is blue. So when okay. I wear those, see, I, kinda, I like it. It's okay, but and it would be a lot better if the helmet wasn't brown. Right. I wish they would have gone back to the blue jersey with the gold circle. I like that. Numbers. That one is When Donald amazing. Driver went beast mode and yep. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think all of the Packers jerseys are ugly, to be quite honest well, with I you. I think all of the Lions um, jerseys are ugly. a bit of bias there. But uh, the, the Lions, fact of the matter is Lions the reason why the logo... stinky, okay. poopy, caca. Awful. <laughs> The Honolulu blue is gorgeous. I don't know what you're talking about. Honolulu blue. That's what it's called. That's what the blue is called. Anyway, the I'm reason why I, I I believe that is because the G is just so overused. But it's because Georgia, they copied. There's Grambling State. There's but, you know, a bunch of high schools. Grafton. Yeah, a bunch of high schools across the country. I don't think across the country. Huh. So that's that's Did where Grafton I come. Did Grafton use the G? Yeah. I thought so. That's, no, that's where yeah, I come yeah, in, yeah. not really liking the G as much comparatively to the Brewers, which only the Brewers use that logo. Yeah. The Bucks only well, the Bucks that's use fair. that logo. I was going to say, before the rebranding, the state of Milwaukee Brewers logo, mm-hmm. or the state of Wisconsin Brewers logo with the M and then the wheat. Yeah, I great. hated that yeah, logo was, with a passion, and I hated it was those colors. Bad. I hated the gold, mm-hmm. wheat, like oh, yellow that they had on their jerseys. Probably worst baseball jerseys of all time yeah. were those gold Brewers jerseys. They were so oh, ugly. Oh, God. 
they the, were so ugly. Back in the Carlos Gomez yep. and Gene hey, and Aramis Ramirez days. I have one of those jerseys. Oh, well, hey, you and should I don't wear it, it very often. I but, bought a Carlos know. Gomez one and okay. I wore it a couple times and then uh, okay. I, don't, I don't even know where it's at. I don't even know where it's those at. Those jerseys super, were so bad. Super, super slept on are the Brewers of the 90s. Not the product oh, on the field, yeah. But the logo where it was the balls and the bats, yeah. with like an X mm-hmm. and the green you know with the about? navy blue. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of those, like the okay. Jeremy Burnitz days, early Jeff Jenkins days. Okay. Yeah, uh, I like those. My a lot. dad and I used to hate that logo, and now we both agreed, like that's actually like okay, so pretty good. We're now. talking worst logos now. Worst logo in sports. Ooh. See this one. Worst team name. Is the Delaware 87ers. Okay, but we're talking professional sports here. I think Cleveland the Browns Geely. is up there. The Browns is definitely up there. Their their logo with the dog, it, they could have just used. You know what I'm yeah, talking Instead of literally the color. Logo, yeah, instead of just the helmet. Especially because they're called the Browns and the helmet is orange. That's always been super ironic to me. Yeah. Um, I understand why, because they were brought by the Browns family, all yeah. that, yada, yada, yada. But no, agreed. Uh um, probably for me, I hate the Kings logo. I think the Sacramento Kings logo ooh, is just terrible. I didn't think about that. The Kings? The Kings, yeah. They've never really had a good logo, so okay, bad for them. But the one that they have now is just, it's so bland and boring and it's ugly. I'm scrolling through articles right now because I'm kind of just l- perusing some art. Uh, the Houston logos. Texans logo has kind of always bugged me. It's fine. It's fine, it's but not, it's like... It doesn't do anything for it's you. It's not right. great. Right. So the reason why we were going to talk logos, so I'll talk about it while you guys are yeah. researching which Lego, Lego, logo is Lego. your least favorite, um, is because Lego. the Rams and Chargers, both teams in LA, both t- teams moving into a brand new stadium, revamped their logos and colors as they move into their official home in LA. The thing is... One of them did a hell of a job, in my opinion, and the other flopped. Yep. And the Rams logo, you guys, is just so bad. They it's had so it's, bad. They had a alley oop, and they completely missed on it. Right. Like, all it would have been like do. it would have been. It literally would have been like Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Throwing up that alley oop to LeBron James. Exactly. And then LeBron in the missing Center. the ball and falling on his head and breaking his skull open on the court. I mean, wow, you really all you had to do. I do not <laughs> like the Rams logo at all. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so uh we'll use it as the picture for our for our uh our Twitter posts and our make Facebook sure to posts. make sure to look for the penis. Um well, that's not the that's the secondary logo. The secondary logo oh. is better than the than the primary. All the I know primary is, is the it's an L A and mm. then the A oh, goes yeah, yeah, into yeah. a round uh, like a round half circle like the horn around the thing. Now they they haven't released their jerseys yet, so I mean they still have hope. Their colors There's are still okay. a chance. Their colors are okay, but if they take off the horns from the helmet, I will blow a gasket. Because that is like one of the classic looks in NFL history is that Rams helmet mm-hmm. with the blue and yellow uniforms. Yep. It is so good. The navy, the like royal blue and right. gold. You're talking right. about royal. And that's blue the and thing gold. that also right. pissed me off is they didn't bring the, they didn't like officially establish those as their jerseys. Correct. You know, they're still rolling with these St. Louis Rams colors and. You know all that. Are well, they? no, they're 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 announcing New Jersey sometime next week. Okay, well it better be same thing with the Chargers. It better be those then the royal blue. Yeah, I mean we can hope. They, I mean that's their color it's scheme just, now, it makes, so I would it assume makes, so. It but. makes too much sense, but they might not. You know, 
Kind of how like when they did yeah. it when they moved to LA. So Nike apparently helped the Rams make this logo, and it is just a solid disappointment. Their second, so their secondary logo is the Ram, which is almost like this futuristic-y kind of cube-shaped like. It's not great. Ram face. It's better than the primary though. That's what I'm gonna say. It 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 looks like they're trying to be like the next thing in sports, and it just does not fit at all. It's it's just a it's a mess. And then right in the nose area, it looks like a penis. Like it does. It looks like a penis. Eric Dickerson himself said yeah. it. And once you see the it, you himself, can't unsee right. it. And Bill Michaels, he kind of talked about it looking like a penis. Here is the clip from him earlier today talking about that. Eric Dickerson, the Hall of Famer, former Rams running back, uh, he is uh, not happy. Like fans are not happy. If you haven't seen it, the, the Rams have changed their logo. I'm not a fan of it, to be honest with you. It's just it's too computer generated. Uh, but basically, Eric Dickerson says it looks like a penis. <laughs> he said it just looks like a penis. And now I don't necessarily. Joe, do you see it where you could say, "Oh, yeah, that's uh, there's a wang on that helmet." Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> just use a little the word bit. wang in the helmet. Um, it's hanging he, there. Is it? Okay. I, I, I guess. I, I Where? I'm looking at it right now, both versions. I don't see it. Over the uh, – the, the, there, there's a particular logo where it says, you know, Los Angeles Rams, and then there's like this yellow wave that goes okay. through the lettering. Yeah. Um, yeah. First of okay. all, it kind of looks like the Chargers logo, but it also yeah. looks like an appendage. Yep. It's. Uh, I can see the Chargers logo in it. I just – I'm not – I don't, don't. I can't believe I used the word "wang" and "helmet" in the same sentence. But yeah, I get that. Uh, but but yeah, the the Rambassador, as he's calling himself. So the Rams have a new logo, and it's it's not great. It look, you know what it looks like to me? Like they would be called the LA Express. Like it would be a uh, in a XFL team. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, I don't know who came up with the logo. I'm not a fan. I like the old logo. Maybe it's just old school. But okay. <laughs> but Eric Dickerson. A guy named Dickerson says that, Yeah, how appropriate. Yeah, how appropriate for that. Says, uh, yeah, it looks like an appendage on the helmet. And uh, there you have it. So you decide. Maybe we just post that. You decide. Does the Rams' new logo look like a penis? And along the same lines, tell us your favorite game that you'd love to go see in person. How we looking. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show next. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Then we go to the Chargers, who I think are on the opposite end of the spectrum here. Because I thought that they did just enough for it to be different, and it still looks really good. Yeah. Because basically they made the they flattened the curve, uh, using a coronavirus term. They flattened the curve. Uh, and they changed so brave of you. their... Right. <laughs> they changed to officially to the powder blue and yes. like gold and white. Good and, job, Chargers. That's how you do it. Right. From the logo that they originally ca- came up with, it was like an L with a lightning bolt at the end going into an A. Oh, and it was, bl- yeah, it was navy blue yeah. and white. And people lost their minds when they th- said they were doing that because everybody loves the powder blue. Being from San Diego, when they were the San Diego Chargers, oh, yeah. everybody loved the powder blue. And when they took it away, they were just so frustrated. Whenever they wore powder blue uniforms, people loved it. And so now that is going to be their official home uniform, and everybody is just going to be juiced. Yeah. So 
from that perspective, kudos to the Chargers. They also added um, a secondary logo with and, and an emoji even. So their emoji is going to be uh, – it's like a smiley face, but the I believe the eyes are lightning bolts. Hmm. I haven't seen this. So I have not seen this, and I do not like this. It's, yeah. it, that that I that part I didn't necessarily love, to be honest with you. But it's it's like like it's kind of like with the Rams' attempt of being kind of forward thinking, futuristic. I think that's kind of what they were going for as well. Um, I think that might have missed, but the rest of it, everything else that they yeah. did, I absolutely love. Well, it's a combination of two. A, they did not, like you said, they didn't do too much, and B, the uniforms. They're, yeah. They're going to the powder blues. That's the most important thing. They might be adding the numbers back to the helmets, which is what they used to do back in the day as yeah. well, back in like the junior Seau days. I wouldn't be mad if they didn't, but at the same time, it'd be cool. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Evan, what are your thoughts on the Ram and Chargers logo? I mean, the Chargers is infinitely better, in my opinion, because um, there was actually like some thought to not make it look bad. The Rams, they kind of just were like, okay, let's throw this and this. We're, we have 30 minutes in Photoshop. Let's see what we can do. Oh, okay, this is good <laughs> enough. Whatever. People aren't going to care. And <laughs> everybody cares. And it was not good. I think, I mean, it's funny, literally an hour after it was released, if you looked at the mentions of the original tweet, there were hundreds, if not thousands, of people saying, like, I spent literally 15 minutes on this, and this looks so much better than what you put out. You can't be like this. Right. I mean, uh, Dickerson asked fans to come up with their best logos so that he could present them to the the Rams organization, and he came up with two really good ones. Um it, one is basically they combine the two logos, the LA logo and the the Ram itself, and then they add a little bit of yellow into the Ram's eyes and do a little bit of different things with the colors. It looks really good. And then the other is more of the classic Ram look with the LA also in it. Both of them are way better. Blow the ones <laughs> out of the water. But, I mean, when you're coming into a city like LA, you cannot miss. And the Rams missed here. Yeah. Which is, it's just... Because everybody wants to be cool in L.A. Well, also, the thing about sports in L.A. is they don't care. No. And your attention, or your audience isn't that great. And you just alienated a lot well, of what audience you have oh, with this awful are so much Well, and the thing is, like, everything about L.A. is brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lakers brand. You have all of those championships. Shaq, Kobe. Rest in peace. All of and the purple and gold. No, no other team in fran, in any sports. And has it's the purple it's and universal. Gold. Dodgers. It's, well, and then the Dodgers too. Yeah, yeah they've had yeah, the LA classic logo. logo. You, you Vince go, Scully. The success in the right in the NL West. Like a- across the country, you're either going to see a Yankees hat or a Dodgers hat. Yep. Correct. Pretty much anywhere you go. And then now that these football teams are back, I mean they're. To be quite honest, they're battling for the branding of the city of L.A. Mm-hmm. And whichever one gets that first is going to be the successful team there. Because the, I don't think they're going to be able to hold both. No. The fact that L.A. made it to a Super Bowl and still isn't the team yeah. should tell you something about L.A. as and, a football city. Yeah, and the Rams. I it's think, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I think this logo pretty much describes the direction in which their franchise is going right now. It's not great. Because think about it, they just lost, I mean, they released Gurley. They lost, oh man. I mean, uh, Brandon Cooks isn't happy there. No. 
They overpaid for Goff. They don't have any draft picks because yeah. they traded for Jalen Ramsey. It's like, they man. just put a bunch of money into Aaron Donald, which, I mean, anybody would do. Any smart person But it's do, a but... L- ludicrous contract. Yeah, and, and if they're going to do the same thing with Ramsey, they're going to have no money at so all for So they have their entire team. cap space tied into three players. I mean, for, for the success thing again, I mean— with L.A., you want to have the superstars there, and they definitely have that on the defensive side of the ball with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, but they're and not they going to be happy there. They should have weapons on offense. Oh, Corey, they have probably the, best, yeah. probably the best receiving core. Yeah, yeah. arguably. Yeah. Arguably. Especially now that Diggs is gone in Minnesota, that hurts mm-hmm. them a lot. I think you could argue Atlanta as well. Probably a couple yeah. other. Well, New Orleans, too, now that they got— uh, Tim Bay, I guess you could put up Emmanuel there now. Sanders, true. But so either they're a top five receiving core, but yeah. they don't have a running back. Although it depends on what you think Daryl Henderson can do. Right. And Jared Goff last year was awful. He was not good. No. Awful. He got exposed. So and they're not going to do well because the the key to success in the NFL is you have a quarterback on their rookie contract, and they're past that point right now. Yeah. yeah. The Look Seahawks it. went downhill. Remember when they were set up to be a dynasty with that defense and, and Russ? And then Russ and then he had got to get paid. paid. Yeah. Carson Wentz. I mean, they're kind the of slowly building themselves back up there now, but Yeah. I mean, Russ isn't what he used to be. But even last year you saw it, Russ was that team. Like he yeah. he hard carried. He oh, carried like Aaron no Rodgers right. a couple but years what ago. I'm they had is, no business of being in the playoffs. No. Right when there. I say no. that he's not what he used to be, because I mean he did carry that team. You're right. I mean he doesn't have the legs that he used to have. Correct. He used to scramble all over the place. Now he's much more of a pocket passer, especially less, with his height too. Like that's, correct. Less of an electrifying player, more of a a pro style quarterback, a precision at this point. correct kind of guy. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see where they end up. So, guys, now. What is the best logo in sports? I said I think it's the Brewers logo. Um, I don't think it can really be competing. I mean, yeah, I have to agree. Like, I'm not going to go against my team like that. No, okay. but yeah, biases. So, I, so we'll say that the Brewers is the best. Worst one, yeah. You guys were researching it. What do you What do you have for your worst? Baseball has a lot of bad ones. They do I'm really because I was looking at the baseball teams and there's. I kind of like them, but I mean, what's the one thing that stands out to you when you look at this list? Bad radio. The one thing that stands out to me is how many circular yeah. ones there Shaped are. Shaped logos, like, sure. You can't, you know, fault them for it. I but. have more problems with like NBA and NFL teams than I do for baseball. So, are there any yeah. ones that you wanted to throw out there? Uh, this is probably a hot take. I don't like the Rockets logo. No, okay. Yeah. The I R. Think the Clippers is bad. The where it's one? like the LA inside the C. Yeah, that one Off. is bad. They should have kept the old Clippers logo. The Kings one, you're right. It doesn't make much sense. No. Uh, Cavaliers is kind of weird, to be honest. I got. Um, I get it though. It's just the C in Cavaliers when you write it out. I can't stand the New Orleans Pelicans. A, I can't stand the New Orleans Pelicans logo, and I can't stand their colors. Yeah, their jerseys drive me crazy. That is a good one. I do not like the Pelicans jersey. Hot take. Don't like the Steelers logo. Okay. Uh, Don't know what it's about. Makes sense. It's three stars. Two of the colors aren't in their color scheme, with a small little Steelers to the left in a circle. There's probably some history there that we're not uh, probably catching on to. Listen, I, I'm guys, 23. I don't care. Have you guys ever seen uh, the Steagles? Do you no. know? Are you aware of the Steagles? I know the um, Philadelphia Beagles. No, because the Steagles were a real team during World War II. I want to say 
And basically, the Steelers and the Eagles combined. Oh. Uh, I don't think that is the official one. It might be. Uh, but this? because because they had a short. It's that one. Yep. Oh. They they had a shortened season. Oh, I've it was seen only that. eight games. And they added the Philadelphia Eagles logo as this top star in the Steelers logo. Makes no sense. And it is hilarious. <laughs> it is amazing. So it's like I tried doing a Photoshop in two seconds. Okay, here's what I the, got the Philadelphia Beagles. Uh, shout out to Pardon My Take and Barstool Sports for this one. Uh, okay. Last year, the Bears' defense, well, I mean, two years ago, but last year that defense was still really good. Their offense was abysmal. The Philadelphia Eagles, their offense was pretty good before everyone got hurt, and their defense was abysmal, so they decided to combine the teams into the Philadelphia Beagles with uh, the logo just <laughs> a dog wearing sunglasses. That's a pretty cool dog. Holding the football. That's cool. I've never seen that before. That that is cool. I like that. Um, yeah. So I think where do that we go is from here? all we got here. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm thinking too. I don't know where we're going with this. So I think we're gonna wrap up this segment here. Coming up next, oh, we're gonna be talking about that number one logo in sports, the team that wears it on their hat, the Milwaukee Brewers. As opening day has now come and gone, or what should have been opening day. So where do you guys think the NL Central is going to play out? We'll talk about it next right here on Half Sam and Dan on the fan. Welcome back to Half Sam and Dan on the fan. It's been a long day without you, our friends. Welcome back. It's Dan Plucker, executive producer of the Wendy's Big Show. Evan Heffelfinger, the associate producer of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. It's been a long day. And Sam Schmidt. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me. Who was up at the butt crack of dawn this morning hosting the Chuck and Winkle pregame show. I don't know if you can call it hosting. And you hosted. Give yourself the credit that you deserve, Sam. Okay, he babysitted. Give the the credit to yourself that you deserve. I'm the babysitter of the Chuck Winkler pregame show. And also the producer of the Chuck and Winkler show. Yeah, yeah. Executive, I guess you could say. Yeah, for real. Since I'm literally the only one in the studio. That's true. Well, that's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. In I the mean, social media, running the board, you know, making sure. How has that been around. for you guys? Let's talk about that. It's been really smooth, actually. Yeah. With them at home. Like, with them at home. I agree. Freems has been in a really good mood. And, like, it's got, it's been really weird, like, hearing them, like, get along so well together. Because they're not in the same studio it, staring it, it at each other It is, because I come in around, like, 9, 9.15 every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, they'll go to, well, not break, because it's a 9 o'clock hour, but during an interview, like, they'll be on pause or whatever, and they're both, like, laughing and whatever, and then... uh during the show itself, like it seems like they actually are getting along. It has there to were, be something with their physical appearances that yeah. makes them upset oh, at each sure. other. There oh, were a couple no. of times this week where Bart seemed like he was a little like down. Okay. But Well, it's a sad time. Yeah. We don't really know what's but happening here. Other we're than trying to that, keep it light like, here on the fan. Bill Michaels, Evan. How's how's how are we looking without oh, Bill Michaels in the studio? Uh, hmm. I feel like Joe's gonna have an aneurysm. No, actually Joe's been enjoying it a little bit. I mean, I can't speak for him. Um but it's Bill, turn this off right now. He's not listening. That's Let's true. Stop. Don't even joke about this. There's, he's not listening. So, oh, by the way, he asked for my Twitter again today. <laughs> um, How long have you been working? For him since October, oh, I want to say. So that's five, six At months. He remembers your name. That's true. Yeah. I'm sure he has it written down in his notepad. Um, 
But so he asked for my Twitter again and gave it to him. And then I checked. So I was like, because he tagged me in a tweet because he was asking the statewide network to vote uh-huh. for me in the Fandemonium thing. Uh-huh. Excuse me. And he tagged me and he still doesn't follow me. Oh. So I went to Joe with that. I was like, this is kind of funny. He's like, it upsets you, doesn't it? I said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think it's just the, the funniest say, thing the in the entire that. world that Bill has asked for my Twitter a hundred times. There, are, like, there, You can go back and listen to times where he's like, I'm going to write that down so I don't forget that. And he still forgets. <laughs> and he only mentions it once every maybe three or four months, my Twitter. So he asked me again today, tags me in a tweet, the man who's been on his show for six months who he called his support staff and his, <laughs> that was so his buddy hanging Oof. out behind the glass. Oof. And he doesn't follow me. So I was like, I, I just, to me, sad. that's funny. I think Sparky is the only one that does not follow me off the big show. Sparky follows me because of the Pudge Heffelfinger thing. That's pretty crazy. So he just followed you? Just followed no. He just started following I think you. Creams right. is like the only, I sent him, are the only one that so follow me. Dan and I got hired yeah, in May, like yes. last May. So almost a year ago. I sent crazy. Sparky a friend request on Facebook. Bill probably even follow me. Probably Billy, I had to tell him that he wasn't following me for him to follow right. me. He he does not follow a lot of people back on the fan, actually. Hmm. So don't be mm-hmm. offended by that. Just say something and then he'll follow you back because he yeah. just kind of forgets about it. That was the so. thing, like it took Kevin Holden a while to follow me. Kevin followed me right away, so actually. The, the thing is, I had been following Kevin for a long time. For probably. years. Right. So he back when I followed him, he was kinda like, Oh, whatever. That's why whenever we have somebody like a guest on our show or like talk to somebody, I Stop <laughs> I'm gonna keep rubbing this in his Stop! face. <laughs> why? Who are you followed by? It's uh. not fair. <laughs> God. Uh we uh Chuck and Winkler. Yeah, meet your meteorologist. Oh, they had Probably the cutest woman on the face of the earth, <laughs> Sam Cuffle. Let me see her. She just is she like, really that cute? She exudes innocence. Like, oh yeah, she's cute for yeah. sure. And she follows Sam and yeah. not you. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Whenever, whenever we have like a big name guest or something like that, I'll send them a follow, hoping that they followed, yeah. follow me back. But I've only gotten- I literally just talked to you on the phone. Hopefully, you remember me. And then I've probably gotten maybe one follow back. I off think that. the only ones that I remember, Eric Baranchek of okay. the Green Bay Press Gazette. Yep. Because he was on the show like three times a week during the football season. It wasn't until like towards the end that he finally followed me on Twitter or something like that. But mm-hmm. as far as I know, that might be it. Tim so, Allen doesn't follow me. Well, well, does he even use? Twitter? I don't think he follows. Kind of. Not really. He might sort have of. Ty or Billy put a tweet out for him, but I don't Which think is why he he, I've himself. I've put up tweets for him I should have followed. You should have uh. followed yourself. <laughs> you do you want to know why Chuck follows me on Twitter? Why? Because when I was an intern, he yep. would leave his Twitter account open and I followed oh, myself man. from it. <laughs> so you know Chuck Chuck and Horvat were the first two people from the fan that followed me on Twitter. Because okay. as soon as I got hired, I um was talking to Chuck and he's like, Hey, you got a Twitter? And I was like, Yeah, I got a Twitter. Here's my Twitter handle and he followed me right away and then apparently he went and talked to Horvat right after that and Horvat followed me so before I even came in for my first like official day here at 105.7 FM the fan they were both following me and they both had pictures from the March Madness tournament that year when it was in Milwaukee as their profile pictures I remember it distinctly because I was juiced yeah I don't remember the first one to follow me it was probably Ryan because he was working the my first night that I was here okay so it's just to like keep in contact with him or something. It could have been Mitch. 
because um, I worked with him pretty early. Mitch Ross. The mayor. The mayor Mitch. Um, the funny thing the is, when the Ross. fan became an FM station mm-hmm. in, what was that, probably 2015, 14? Somewhere on there, when they branded as an FM station, they followed me on Twitter. And I was probably 16, 17 years old. I I didn't really tweet about sports. Like, I I have time hops, so I go back and look at my tweets from that time. What is that? I don't know. I was trying to see, like, if I had, like, any interesting followers. Oh, I do. This person follows me? I don't know who she is. Um, Jose Bautista follows me. What? Jose Bautista follows a lot of people. Irvin Santana follows me. Yep, he follows oh, me too. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm just trying to like look at it real quick oh. before we dive into our baseball Wait, topic. What? JR Sports followed me. What? Hey. He didn't follow me back. That literally think. probably happened. I don't even know. We had know JR when. Sports Brief. He's our 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. host here on 105.7 FM, yeah, the fan, was... but also across the entire country on CBS Sports Radio. So- it was probably around 3 o'clock, so it was literally right after his appearance. I'm pretty jealous because I followed him, too, and he didn't follow me back. I so. think I think he was my 400th follower, too. That's pretty cool. I'm almost at 700, I want to say. Okay. I'm at 681, yes. And I'm following almost 1,000. But you can follow me at Dan Plucker. So uh, if you have not yet, go ahead, go to Twitter. Type so in baseball. at Dan Plucker, P-L-O-C-H-E-R, and follow me. Yeah, let's talk about we baseball got really now. off topic. We got way off topic, but that's okay. That's why we're here doing this podcast. Okay. Let's talk Brewers and what would have been Shall the we? opening day on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And sadly, it was stripped from us, and it was no more. But we can still talk about it. Hopefully, Rob Manfred said that they're aiming for maybe a May return. The draft is still happening, which is going to be in June. For whatever reason, why, why are you gasping? I didn't realize this. Bart's mom follows me on Twitter. That's pretty cool as well. That's cool. uh, Rumors were flying around today that people that subscribed to MLT, MLB TV were getting emails back saying the season was going to be canceled, which I just don't think is going to be happening. I think maybe the MLB TV is going to be canceled for now until the actual season starts, but we'll Mm -hmm. see. And yeah, I mean, let's talk some baseball. Let's talk some Brewers. Guys, where do you think the Brewers are going to rank in the NL Central? 414-799-1250. Where will the Brewers where rank the Brewers in the NL rank Central? Where will the Brewers rank in the NL Central now? Where do you think the Brewers rank at the Brewers Sims now? What do you think? I go back and forth yeah. so much. Somewhere between first and fourth, honestly. We had Tim Allen on the show uh, opening day Thursday. And he said that like this is probably the most balanced division in all of baseball. I think it is. Because I think you could completely interchange one through four. And it would make sense. Like I could make an argument for every single team to finish in every single spot, one through four. The Pirates, I'm sorry, you're trash, you're booty, you're yeah, fifth. Yeah, you're going to win 48 games. <laughs> like the Tigers. Yep, um, pretty much. Ooh. Sorry. That's okay. Hey, all those, all those, it. all those draft picks, yeah. dude. Number one overall pick. Here we come. There you go. You're gonna be the Houston Astros minus the cheating. <laughs> I swear, if you guys draft a catcher first overall, we're probably going to. Oh god, what's what's wrong with drafting a catcher number one overall? Also, have you seen his numbers? Uh, I can't think of his He's name. He's nuts. He's super good. He's from. Oh, is, is there actually a catcher? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just was like just saying in general. No, yeah, okay. No. The, the know. number one prospect in baseball is a catcher. Is uh, he from Turk. Like, uh, Oregon State or something? Yeah, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like, He's nuts. 
Turkacin or something like that. The dude is a monster. If they don't draft him, I'll be pissed. This, the other guy they're debating is a right fielder out of Vanderbilt, who also has some pretty good numbers, okay. I believe. So, anyway, Brewers. I mean, yeah, going back to it, I think you can argue first through fourth every single spot. Well, yeah. If I were to guess, I would probably say third. Third? Okay. I think I go Reds, Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs. But I think each team wins between 78 and 86 games. Okay. Did the Brewers make the playoffs? No. All right, same no. Schmitz. I, so when we did this, we briefly mentioned this a couple episodes ago, and I had the Brewers also finishing third, but the more I think about it, I still think it goes it goes Reds, and I'm not just saying that based off the free agents. I think they have one of the best pitching rotations in all baseball. And one of the best pitching coaches. Yeah, absolutely. I think Luis Castillo is going to be an NL Cy Young candidate along with Walker Buehler this year. Uh, so I do like the Reds. Um, also, I do think the Brewers can get second place. I think they can do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do think guys like Vicel Garcia are going to give – Here's the. I was talking to Tim Allen about this. I love small Brag ball. about it. I love small ball. Okay. You know, home runs are cool. Chicks love the home runs and all that. I just want to see offense. But when it comes down to it, you need to move runners on bases when, right. when you need to. And I think this Brewers lineup with the players that they brought in, I think it's way more balanced than I can ever remember. Right. In all honesty. I, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a more balanced Brewers offense. In the past, like decade. Well, and I think they're going to be. The more to... I think about it, it's like if you think about it, all the Brewers star players, it's been Braun and Fielder, sluggers. Yep. You know, every... Weeks was a slugger. Corey Weeks, Hart was a slugger. Bill Hall when he was good. Jeff I Jenkins I was a randomly slugger. Randomly mentioned Bill Hall, but Bill he was Hall, a slugger. He had thirty-five homers one Hall year. Bill Hall is my favorite Brewer, so I'm a little biased. But that being said, and they have so many pitchers that you could interchange in the starting sure. rotation. There's they're like eight pitchers deep that they can pitch. They can right. pick from. And I'm not a big fan of the the people that they have in the bullpen, but I think you, Craig Council can make anything work with, in that bullpen. And with the the names, a couple of the names that they have in there, they yeah. can carry that bullpen. Figure you get long outings out of guys like Corbin Burns, Brent Suter, mm-hmm. Josh Hader, Knables. Can, mm, whoa, Knables. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> coming back. So I everything. About this team says they should win seventy four yeah. games, but every time that I talk about this team out like out in the open, mm-hmm. I think they're going to win eighty eight games and win the division. I hate it. I know. I I think it's partly because we're all excited just for baseball to start <laughs> yes, and get going. That's true. And now it's it should have started, and we're even more infuriated yeah. because of it. The thing is, I the more I think about it. This is exactly the team that Craig Council wants. Oh, absolutely. And I think that it's 100% going to play into their favor. Uh, Do I think that it's talented enough and they have enough stars to win the division? No. Do I think that they have a legitimate shot at being the second best team? Absolutely. And my big thing in all sports, and it might be like a little bit of a conservative thing, but you have to prove it to me. Like, I'm not just going to put faith in you because yeah. of the acquisitions that sure. you made to think that you're going to be great. That's burned so, us in I'm the not past in so, Wisconsin. Like, like Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Year. Like, you got Tom Brady. Cool. Like Greg but Monroe. I don't have a ton of faith in you right now. So where did Greg like, Monroe come from? You, you still have to prove it to me. Yeah, because I, I got my hopes up. <laughs> 
and he didn't prove it to me, and then that ended up being an unfortunate. Right. Or the, and then the you talk about Browns the Browns last year. You talk right. about the Browns with Baker Mayfield. They added all those weapons around. God, did I waste a fantasy football pick right. on Baker? On Baker, Ooh. I did the same thing and like regret it instantly. So you have to prove it to me for me to actually put my faith in you. And right now, that's kind of how I'm looking at this division. Reds, I mean, you made the great additions. You have young, growing, starting pitching. But are you still going to have that youthful experience on your roster? Absolutely. Do I think that you're going to be a good team better than last year? A hundred percent. Do I think you're going to win the division? No. Do I think you're going to make the playoffs? No. I think they're fourth in the division. Third, I'm going to put the Chicago Cubs. They had just an awful season last year. Part right. of that was because of Madden, the manager. Yeah. And I, just, kind of uh, I like Joe Madden. I like Joe Madden as yeah. well, but he had no control over that locker room at the end of the season. Fair. And that locker room was a mess. And I think that there's going to be relationships in there that need to be mended still. David Ross could do that. But once again, you have to prove it to me. And David Ross has never been a manager before. And I don't have a lot of faith well, in them just that, in general, especially with the seasons that you Darvish and uh, Jose Quintana have had over the last two seasons. Yeah, they're going to be third in the division. I think they're going to be close to the Brewers at number two. I said that I thought the Brewers would be two because I believe in Craig Council. I believe mm-hmm. in the success he's been able to have, and I think he finally has a roster that he's going to fall in love with. Yeah, because he's going to be be able to put up so many different lineups together for every different position pitcher, whether it be from the right or the left side, mm-hmm. and he has a strong amount of pitchers he yeah. doesn't have necessarily a strong pitcher well, brandon woodruff yes but he doesn't and josh Hader, yes but mm-hmm. he has a lot of just different matchups that he can create in so many yeah. different ways and i think he's going to absolutely love it i think he's going to win manager of the year this year oh, and finally yeah he, if he didn't deserve it two years ago he damn well deserved it last yeah, year and when he didn't get it two years ago over his snicker that <sighs> Couldn't understand. Number that. one, I'm still going to stick with the Cardinals. I think that Paul Goldschmidt is going to have an MVP type season this year because mm-hmm. he didn't last year. I think he's going to have a bounce back year this year. He He'll do to half of his production yep. in the 12 games against the Brewers this Correct. year. Correct. Yep. And to be honest with you, that's the team that scares me the most still because they have pitching depth, they have solid hitting around the field, their defense is good, and I think that they're the best team. See, they scare me the most. But I don't think they're going to win the division. They scare me the most because they have proven it to me in the past where a team that should not have won did. I mean, 2011 is forever scarred in my head, that team. I say it all the time. The St. Louis Cardinals are the the cockroach of baseball. They just don't go away. You can bite your head off. You can throw a nuke on them. They're still going to be there. They're always going to be relevant. Jack Flaherty... Man, he looked good in spring training. And he's like 24. Miles They're going to have Michaelis him forever. Is in there still he's too. like 24. They They're going to have Zuna, him forever. But I think they can replace that production. Mike Carpenter. Yeah, Mike Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Matt Matt. Carpenter. Why yeah. did I say Mike? I'm really sorry, you guys. That's okay. I Carpenter let you down. Sounds like he, he, yeah. The only thing that he can do is get better from last year because he was oh, awful. He was, right. Yeah. And same thing. Um, I mean, not same thing with Goldschmidt, but kind of the same thing with Goldschmidt because he didn't mm-hmm. have an awful season, but he didn't have a Paul Goldschmidt season. Yeah. Dexter and I think Fowler. that we're going to see that from him again. Dexter Fowler has been up and down. But Harrison Bader's one of the best defenders in the outfield, as much as he's a little douchebag and I want to punch him in the face. Agreed. I mean, just kind of like I said, winners are winners. Yeah. And that is exactly what the St. Louis Cardinals are. They're I mean, look winners. At, they look win at the, games. Look at the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Even, like, right. even at the end when you had a, a hobbled Tim Duncan, Manu was bald and looked like the Count of <laughs> so Monte Cristo. Parker. 
Tony Parker was sleeping with other dudes' wives, and he was also like 42 years old, and they still won 60 games and made it to the conference finals every year. Crazy. Like, it's just, it's, it's at a certain point, it's... into the franchise. Yeah, it's, they expect winning, they're going to get winning, and that's kind of how it goes. And I think that's kind of where the Brewers are going, too. I mean, they've made the playoffs each of the last two seasons. Bless you. And, yeah, bless you, Sam. And they're looking, they're, they're looking like they're going to continue to sustain that success in doing it the same way every year. And that's why people are saying, oh, well, the Brewers, they don't have Moose anymore. They don't have Yasmani anymore. You're right. But they also have so many different players that they can put in all of these different positions to to build the best lineup every single game of a series. Mm-hmm. You know every what, single day, day you, in a series. You know what this team reminds me of? Moneyball. It reminds me of the way that the like 2002 yeah. Ast- or mm-hmm. not Astros athletics, athletics was built, where you have your stars because that's one thing that they didn't talk about in the the movie. They have to talk about it in the book because it's about mm-hmm. sport or stats. They had an MVP in Miguel Tejada. Mm-hmm. We have that in Christian Yelich, and you know, you go down the line. They have their like four or five star players, which the Brewers have probably three or four star players, but everything else is just this combination of parts. That leads up to a win, well, essentially. And, and potentially the best part about the Brewers' payroll and their situation is that they still have the money available where they can make a move at the deadline. Not so, only are they flexible on the field, but they're flexible in the bank account as correct. well. Correct. So they're going. They're this is going to be a good team, people. And everybody's saying that so they're not. Fun. I think is crazy. That's what pisses me off the most. I don't miss. Well, I mean, I miss baseball, but I'm missing the chance to watch anarchy oh, for Milwaukee Brewers. Like, Craig Council came on Bill's show when he was at uh, spring training and said, don't expect to see the same lineup twice. And that, ooh, that got me excited. Because I'm ready for that. Imagine like, how Tim Allen felt. I, I love having, oh God, he probably hated that. <laughs> I, as much as I love a set lineup, the only time that you can do that is when you know that one through eight, those guys are your best players. Mm-hmm. And the Brewers, they have their one through four that are set. Like their outfield and probably first base is set and yeah. catcher two probably. Yeah. But I mean, we have no idea who the hell is gonna be third base. I mean everything else is anarchy. Yeah. Once once Urias is back too, like who the hell is gonna play shortstop? Or one is Yeah, is Urias RC gonna, gonna play is RC yeah. gonna play some gonna third? Play third? I feel so bad for Orlando. Is Kestaddy gonna move to first training? base? No. Yeah. No, but, but I mean we're gonna see what it all plays out. And I think that's what is gonna be the, the most starting exciting catcher. to me about this season. That's what I'm most excited about this season is I'm I'm just juiced to see all of the crazy things that Council puts together Mm -hmm. and all of the nutty lineups that we see. I mean, Yelich is going to be the constant at three or four. Lorenzo Cain will be at the top of the lineup more than likely unless he has an off year again. Keston Hero will be three or four, two maybe. So we're going to see a lot of really good baseball, I think, this season from the Brewers once, of course, and if it actually gets going. Do you follow Capri on Twitter? The, the chick who tweets about, like, Wisconsin sports. I don't like most of these stan accounts, so I do Well, not. she isn't, like, a stan. She just, like, is a stan for Wisconsin sports. Uh, but she no, tweeted the not. other day at—she's actually a fan of the station, I think. Okay. Um, But—and I, I promise I'm not simping. She tweeted about—at this point, I'm ready for a Wisconsin heartbreak if it means that I'll get my baseball and basketball back. Yeah, I'm. I, what, did, what did you guys do? I mean, besides the grilling out for opening day, I went home and I watched Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, no opening day. I I had a couple of drinks too. Yeah, I had a couple of drinks last night as well. 
Um, by the way, we're coming at you on Friday night. So last night was when opening day should have been. Yeah. So Evan and I and Bill Sh- Bill Schmid, baby Tausch, we mm. decided that we were going to grill out. I brought my mini grill. Evan brought some dogs and some cheddar wursts. Mm. And Billy brought some buns and ketchup and mustard. After struggling to get the charcoals lit, we finally did it. And yeah. uh, we had ourselves a nice little barbecue right outside of our right outside of our studios. I brought here. some cookies for dessert. Yep. It was a just grand time. It mm-hmm. felt and just really felt like opening day. I smelled like charcoal for the rest of the day. This morning when delicious. I took my shower, I could smell the, the like, charcoal, the charcoal coming just off. flushing off. Oh, of me. It's just such a good smell though. Like <laughs> It's such a pleasant thing. It reminds me of it's my childhood. Summer. And summer, right, and baseball. And so we're all very excited to get there. But we're also very excited to take this to you next. We're going to be talking about the funniest moments or top moments on the fan this week. And you're not going to want to miss it, so stay tuned. Sam and Dan on the fan on demand, guys. We never talked about the studio change. We never, we never talked about the studio change here, boys. We are not in our normal studio today because we are using it as an emergency studio for our sister station in Chicago, the new station there. So for whatever reason, we are rolling. <laughs> Don't mind us. We're Dang just- it, Sam! You just swore. We have to start over now from the beginning. <laughs> We can bleep it out. I bleeped out you saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're definitely gonna keep rolling with As this. Bart you guys say you we... should just be my bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's an actual promo. Alright, we're starting over. Okay. Welcome back to Have Sam and Dan on the fan on demand. Guys, we are in a different studio and we never talked about it. So let's talk about that first before we get into our favorite. Moments from the fan this week. You guys were in a new studio. Why are we in a new studio? Well, oh, were you asking us? Or I like, was going to answer wanna... the question. Okay. So, down in Chicago, we have a news station there. If for whatever reason something would happen in an emergency situation, they would take over here in Milwaukee and broadcast here. So, the studio we're usually in is no longer in access for any of us because a bunch of engineers that are way smarter than us tampered with the room we were in and we cannot be in there anymore so we are actually in the 1037 kiss fm station right now talking Mm -hmm. uh, in their producers tank because they have three mics in there for some reason uh but the thing that's kind of awkward about it is it's just one line of table and so we have kind of been looking sideways at each other this entire show um i feel like we're doing like a shady huddle show you know, yeah, I mean, we're all just sitting at a table. Except we at... don't have an audience. We did for a little bit because GA here. Yeah, he was. Uh, he is one of the hosts, late night hosts on Kiss FM. A DJ. Mm-hmm. He's amazing at his job. We listened to a little, little bit of him doing his work, and my God, is that dude just mm-hmm. phenomenal? I'm glad he didn't hear some of the things that I said off mic. <laughs> like a, like about probably what? 30 minutes ago. No, we're uh, we're not going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, about mm-hmm. the Bart texts. Yeah, well, the hidden Bart text. We'll oh. we'll keep it a secret to to our. Uh, you don't remember him, Alan? I, I don't mean, remember the text. I just about. I don't think that was. It had something to do with the video. Oh, okay. You know that whole. Anyway, so I'm, I have Sam <laughs> fan man. Let me finish. Wait, let, let me finish. finish. Rick from Oshkosh. Speaking okay. of Rick from Oshkosh, he is not in our favorite moments I, from the fan this week, unfortunately, boy, because he has not Rick. really called a lot recently. Rick. Rick. <laughs> 
So uh, we Richard, have to kind of filibuster our way through it whenever hey, we don't have a Rick from Oshkosh he, or Swinging Dick call. He called in. Singing. Uh, I said swinging actually, I think it was yesterday. He called in twice, but it was during an interview. He's oh, so bad no. at that. And it's like, I was telling him, I'm like, Rick, you will get on. You just have to call back. That happened for Trav from Brown Deer. He called into the big show today. You guys know Trav? He's another one of our classic mm-hmm. always drunk callers. Yeah. That calls in and he goes, huh. hey. Trav, brown deer. <laughs> you know who I don't like who doesn't listen to this? Who? Kenan West Ben. Okay. Well, I hope he does listen. He's got so much he energy at you it's right now, Evan. He just, some of the things the that way, come out of that boy's mouth. Oh, Rick boy. was very sassy. Oh. Oh, I love sassy. Well, Rick. I'm so sad we didn't get our Rick from Oshkosh this week. We didn't get that. You we've know. still got a pretty good slate for you. Yeah, we've got a great slate. Coming up first is going to be one Chucky Freeman. And oh Sam, I'll pass this one off to you since you were actually on the oh, show. There's, there's two. Which one are we doing? The PP one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so this Freemzy. all we we do five for frames once a week here on Chuck and Winkler. Five questions just around the sports world about anything. We ask Chuck Freeman because why wouldn't you want to ask what that Chuck Freeman thinks about the, anything in life? So yeah. this one was about LeBron James. He said after the coronavirus pandemic, he will no longer be doing high fives. Which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Smart. Chuck asked Bart, or no, not Chuck. Bart asked Chuck, sorry, what okay. he would be doing after the coronavirus pandemic to greet people. And here's what Freems had to say about how he's going to greet people. Some way. Uh, I think the fist bump. I've always been rather the fist bump than the handshake guys. I always thought handshaking is a little uncleansy to begin with because you don't know where the person's going. I'll, I'll t- I'm hands. done doing that. I'm done. Yeah. Well, I've told you that a long time ago. I, the, the handshaking is just too much. You don't know where the guy's been. You don't know where his hands have been. You don't know if his hands have been touching his pee-pee or what, what they've been touching. The who? His pee-pee. Yeah, guys, I think I'm done shaking hands. Yeah. After uh, what Chuck thinks goes on in the regular day life of a male. See, now, we're all men, yeah. I can assume. Yeah. I don't want to assume gender. It's 2020. I can't do that anymore. Who knows where our hands have been? Yeah, I'm more of a fist bump guy. Though. I don't know. Where I don't m- like shaking hands. I don't know where it's like my. I'm trying to be formal. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. I don't know where my hands have been. Neither do I. I kind of just tune myself out. I kind of just float. Where my hands go, my hands go. I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying that you regularly touch your pee pee? No, <laughs> God. What is wrong with you? Oh, we're trying to make this. What? Do you remember last week when everything yeah. was sexual? That's I was literally just about to bring that up. I thought we were past that, but I guess not, Dan. I'm just trying to have Dan, a you're married. Civil... Yeah, we met your wife. You did meet my wife today. She brought us some very lovely nice. donuts. Was, yeah, she she's did. very From nice. Aggie's Bakery. Okay. Aggie's Bakery. Hashtag. Well, like Texas sponsor? A&M. <laughs> not, Hashtag not a sponsor. Alice. Not a sponsor. But that's where my wife But the works, donuts yeah. are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. But we've met your wife, mm-hmm. and you come in here, and I ask you, and if you, you act your like pee-pee. a heathen. Who do you think you are? Running around leaving scars, collecting your jar of hearts. Who it's do you not. think you're you gonna are? Catch a cold. Who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> oh, Pete Weber. If you haven't seen that video, Legend. it's great. Legendary video. Bowling I'm champion sure Sparky Pete Weber. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure Sparky has done several watching of that in the night. Stop. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, right. I'm done. Okay. Goodbye. On another note, though, I want to get I'm Sparky. Out. I want to get Sparky to recreate that video. That is a fantastic. Who idea. do you think you are? I am. 
can we you please, brought Evan back in for that. Can we please yeah. get can we please get Sparky to We we have to take Sparky to a bowling alley after this whole coronavirus thing. He's got a bowl of strike. For those of you who don't know, he used to be on the spare time bowling show or With, what was it, Sparky Albrecht or something? Yeah, it was Sparky or and Sparky. <laughs> Dwight Albrecht. Yeah. Know. It was Sparky and Dwight, I think. Oh yeah. And got he it. and Sparky's an avid bowler. And I guarantee you, he's idolized that video for a large portion of his life. Oh, so well, I wonder if he knows about it. He, mean, oh, he has to know about it. He watch. He's one of the few people in America that will sit okay. down and watch an entire PBA competition. Okay, so I've he watched some of them, to be honest. Anyway, yeah. what are we talking Tuck, about? Touching PPs was no, no, that's, that's, no. I, I'm just saying that that is what we were Frank, talking about. Yes, Dan. <laughs> Oh, for shame. Okay. So oh, man. our next take is going to be from the this big show, so I'll take Wisconsin over this one. In college. And Gary, oh my goodness, Gary, he cannot sit down and watch a new a, a movie from start to finish anymore. That's a like a, a common trend among yeah. people here. Like Chuck said he yeah. can't do it. Honestly, Chuck can't do it either. He's watching Space Jam finally. Thank God. Yeah. Finally. I, I, we took, just had to have a virus to bring us together and make Chuck watch Space Jam. Yeah, it took but, drastic measures. But, you know, so there's that. And there's Gary, who also can no longer watch a movie. And Leroy has one of, if not the biggest insult to Gary Ellerson in his lifetime. Here it is. You like that? Now, here's my question, Gary. Are you are you restarting it from the beginning each time? Because like, that might be one well, of the main reasons why you're question. not able to not able to finish that's it. At one point, we might just question. have to pick up where you left off. See, I hate to admit this, but I am kind of picking up where I left off because you <laughs> And you still going to sleep? Still oh, my God. Yeah, man. You know what I want to do? I, I know I, I know what my problem is because I know I know what my problem I'd is. I'd rather have a cough like Steve than a brain like Gary. No, well, I, I'm serious. Make that a drop, please. I'll take that. I, I'm I, serious, cuz. I'm serious. Nah. I'm keeping it 100, man. Well, this man can't remember nothing, cuz. Well, last night. <laughs> Last night, <laughs> normally, normally when I normally after the show, I I normally only have like one bourbon, but last night I went a little overboard. He went overboard. He I went overboard well, you last night. His, you you sheltered so, in, ain't you? Well, yeah, I'm sheltered in, but I went a little overboard last night on the bourbon because I I had four glasses last night, and then that. <laughs> And then, and then I, I said, you know, let me start this movie again. Man, I was asleep within, like, I don't even know when I saw what the last thing I saw. I'm sorry. That, that's, that's a real story. That one. I can't believe Leroy just said that, man, on yeah. live radio. He yeah, said, I'd rather, crazy, have, I'd rather have a cough so. like Steve's than a yeah. brain like Gary. No, man, Gary be forgetting what he doing, man. This man can't watch one movie, man. No, I told you why, man. It was on Netflix. I didn't want to admit it. Be right he had too many bourbons oh, last night. Man. I didn't want to admit it. Now you let, now you let me go ahead and admit it. Too many. So, for those of you who don't know, Sparky always has this just awful cough. Well, if you listen to the big show, you know, because he'll yeah. turn his mic off, then immediately <laughs> turn <laughs> into Billy's mic. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's dying literally right in the middle of the studio. Well, my and favorite thing is it's usually is, just one cough. Yeah, it's just it's like, like a... <laughs> it's like... <clears throat> it's like, oh, gosh, Sparky, relax. It's okay. And, I mean, I feel bad for him because that dude is sick all the time because his little kid brings in a bunch of right. stuff from school. So he's always sick. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just hilarious. Leroy, 
that zinger is an all-timer. It's a drop. It's saved. You'll probably hear it again sometime. This won't be the only time. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Sparky's cough than Gary's brain. Wow. Oof. I mean, props. That's, Kudos. The CTE is there, folks. The CTE? The CTE. You've, and you've Gary? Got think, you've got to think Gary has a little bit of it in there. Over Leroy? You Probably. think Leroy's got Leroy's, some? Yeah. Billy says that he thinks he has some. Well, he was so, an offensive yeah. lineman, so right. I 100% expect well, that. Yeah. I, and offensive I mean, linemen get it the worst, well, or just linemen in general. Running backs, too. I mean, that's what Gary was. I mean, Leroy. Yes, but think, who are the people that are colliding every single play? Right, the offensive line. You're and that's correct. what CT is. It's not the uh, concussions. It's correct. continued hits. Continued hits to the head. Anyway. Anyway. Away from depressing CTE I talk, think I probably have CTE from the two years I played a football. Let's talk about Chuck, Evan. I probably have a lot of brain issues. Let's talk about Chuck, Evan. Oh. I, I've done everything I can to just derail this show today, and I'm really sorry. Let's talk about Chuck, Evan. <laughs> let's talk about Chuck, baby. And Giannis. Evan, let's talk let's about talk. Chuck. If you am, talk- I, am I doing this? Yeah, that's why I said let's talk about Chuck like five times. I'm giving it to you to talk because Sam has done one, Dan has done one, okay. now it's time for Evan to do one. I just figured because Sam was on the show he would do Okay. I mean, I could, but you know, I want, we want to include So this was from, why are you leaving now? I'm just so disappointed in you. Maybe I'm disappointed in myself too. That's, okay. that's just how your natural state should be when you're around me. You can blame it on. Was this during Five for Frames, Sam? Uh, Eden's? Yeah. Eden's yes, thing? this was uh, so, actually, this is like question two of Five for Frames. So it's a, I'm on Reddit a lot. I saw this uh, posted on the NBA Reddit. If you don't know what Reddit is, it's a, a social media. Um, it Could an NBA owner marry a player to save some cap space? And the example they used was, could Wes Eden's marry Giannis? Which is a great question. Uh Things got a little bit off the rails when the mention of Wes Eden's daughter Mallory came up, and this happened. Should Wes Eden's marry Giannis? What? You heard me. Should Wes Eden's Brewer, uh, Bucks owner marry Giannis Adetokounmpo? This is what's uh, going on on NBA Reddit right now. There was a question that said, could an owner theoretically marry a player to circumvent the cap? Like, let's say Wes Edens just marries Giannis. He could pay him the minimum salary to stay with the Bucks, and then share his assets on the back end. Or maybe Anthony Davis marries Jeannie Buss. The Lakers could incur another massive contract because AD is getting paid and laid off the books. <laughs> I, I guess. Um... Giannis isn't married, so I don't know yeah, what Wes Edens' situation is. I, I was thinking more or less of Giannis married Mallory. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would make his girlfriend mad. Is, is Mallory kind of uh, like I think she's owner by marriage or owner by daughter, isn't she? I guess you could call her the heir to the Bucks fortune. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mallory never really took advantage of her popularity, and and good for her. Or, but I mean, remember when the Bucks drafted Jabari Parker? She was on the draft show that night. And she, you know, on the lottery show that night, and man, Twitter exploded with her on there. And you know, she never followed up that. She never, she never played on that success of that night, which is good for her. You know, they, they, she never flaunted it out there. But 
But man, I remember as a, what she was like an 18 year old kid on there and people, people loved her. Um, I have a differing opinion. You obviously don't follow Mallory Edens on Instagram. Okay. No. There are a lot of pictures of Mallory Edens on Instagram. Well, I've seen those on Twitter, but she hasn't. I, I have not seen her, but I mean, the, the Bucks have not exploited her, let's say that. Well. She's done that on her own, if anything. I mean, so through social media. I see her two, three times a day. You do? Okay. <laughs> All right. Interesting. I do. Interesting. Uh, it's, it's kind of a weird Friday. There's a pandemic going on, and I'm <laughs> broadcasting from my living room. It's kind of a weird, Hell wacky no. Friday. <laughs> Maybe we want to leave it at that. <laughs> so... Could, hypothetically, an owner marry a superstar? It's a great question. It's, it's a fantastic question because I don't think any of us actually know the it's answer. It's something that I pitched to LeBron James when he was a free agent a couple years ago. I said, look, LeBron, minimum salary, but we'll give you 10% ownership in the Bucks." I would do it. All you got to do is marry one of those Edens girls. All you got to do is marry an Edens girl. You are not going to say marry. Yes, I was. It does not look like you were going to say Mary. Well, because I didn't know if I wanted to say all you want to do is drive, like the actual clip. <laughs> That's or, why you paused for a this second. This man got has it. got the hey, most messed up mind. Hey, I do not have a messed up mind. Well, we all do. We we work in sports radio. Okay. Got it. Guys, Chris Bosh turned 36. Oh. Holy cow. That makes me feel old. I remember when he was drafted. Anyway. So we have messed up minds. This is kind of the end of the show. But are we dumbasses? Are we dumbasses? I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. We're not as big of a dumbass as you can be. And I guess that's kind of where we're coming from, Milwaukee. Please wash your hands, be mm-hmm. smart, be Vote safe. Vote for all of us in the Fandemonium Vote contest. Vote for us in the Fandemonium contest because if you don't, then you are a dumbass. I don't care what you say. Share my video on Twitter. Share Evan's video. Give me He's that shirtless. clout. It's funny. Now that, now that it's out there, I can say it. He's shirtless. He's doing push-ups. Damn. It's comedy gold. I shot it. You can't you go wrong when Daniel is the photographer. Yep. That sounds weird. Let's get out no. of here. It's time for us to go. Have a good one. Say, but also, please, Milwaukee, don't be like us. Don't be dumbasses. Please, don't, don't Just follow don't in our footsteps. Don't be dumbasses. All right. What do they say in Canada? Peace out. Time for us to go. Have a good one. Bye. I just realized you didn't say hi today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.